This week on the Vacation Rental Micro School podcast is all about the heart of hosting, your why, and is property management for everybody? If the answer is yes to that question and you discover that you love hospitality, you love taking care of people, then guess what? Breezeway is the number one solution you need to power that heart. This is the lifeline and blood of your business. If you don't know what Breezeway is and you don't know much about operations, then Breezeway is the number one solution to take care of you and your team in the back-end operation work of turnovers and cleaning and maintenance tasks. No longer do you need to manage any of these tasks by Excel or any other old dinosaur way of doing business. This is the solution that is mobile-friendly and can be done in a couple clicks of a button. So, you have the heart for hosting? Well, Breezeway has the lifeline to make it all possible. Now, let's jump into the Vacation Rental Micro School. Day five, the last and final day of the first week of this podcast in this season. I can't believe we made it, but super excited for all of you listeners. We're going to talk about what I should expect about the industry as I grow and get more experience. So a lot of the things you've talked about, Natalie, have been things that will happen over time. It's good to know the foundation of the business model, the certain terms and phrases or acronyms. The industry, as you and I both have gotten to experience, when you attend conferences, when you attend maybe meetups in your local destination, et cetera, uh, you're going to learn so many different things that at the end of the day, maybe you never expected it. And I know it's a big world out there for anyone who's new, but it's also a small world, the more and more in it. So it's kind of crazy. Natalie and I met through a conference. We then became good friends. And then all of a sudden now here we are podcasting together. So it's like, you know, who would have knew, but what can people expect as they continue to get more time under their belt? Oh, yeah. So, I, okay. Let me like, this one, I'm going to contradict myself a little bit here, but I promise it, it'll make sense. One of the things when you start hosting, I think that you'll learn very quickly is you have to be able to be checking out your competition and making adjustments all the time. It's not, this is not a set it and forget it business. We've really seen the push and the emphasis for more unique stays and more experiences recently. Three years ago, having a pool table and a foosball table in your listing could have made you super unique in your market. Now there are some markets where every single listing has those. So what are you going to do next? You have to be willing to evolve. So that's one thing that I just want to set expectations with that. On the flip side, though, some encouragement is... I've seen a lot of hosts doubt their properties and end up being very pleasantly surprised at how well they do. I actually personally was in that boat. The properties that we manage are condos in a ski resort town. And I remember when we listed them, the first one, I really thought no one was going to book. I had this vision in my head that people are only coming to a ski resort town to book an A-frame or a chalet or a ski in, ski out. And if they're coming to the mountains, they want that experience. They don't want a condo. We are still booked so consistently. It's a different clientele, but there are people who love being in a condo complex because they know that during a snowstorm, all of the complex grounds are going to be plowed. They know that there's a full-on parking lot there. They're never going to have to do street parking on a steep road winding up somewhere on a mountain. Because we're in a condo complex, we have a pool that's maintained by the complex. A lot of individual homes would not have that in a mountain town. And so 
that's one thing I want to encourage you is if you're having second thoughts or doubts about your property and thinking it's just not good enough, you know, and that's why I know I'm contradicting myself because you do have to be unique and stand out. But I also don't want you to second guess yourself so much that you don't take action. I was so nervous that people wouldn't like the condos and they book absolutely fine for a different clientele. So that's one thing that I think just comes with learning is you'll sort of see which factors that you second guessed actually end up doing well and then where you do need to take more time to improve and stand out more. Yeah, and I'll contradict myself here. I know we said yesterday that not every vacation rental should be a vacation rental, but I will say there is a but to it. And one of my favorite things is to take an ordinary property or a condo, as in Natalie's case, and you can make it a destination. You can make it a place where people actually just see on one of the OTAs and be like, I would have a lot of fun there. I think my friends would also have a lot of fun there. Or I think my family would have a lot of fun there. We could maybe if you're not skiers even they could just like we could lay around on the couch and the sofa and have a fireplace going and use a hot tub and have a nice glass of wine at night like just a little getaway create a destination i think if you it comes back to the beginning day one where natalie was talking about her why and the the creativity of kind of hosting and having guest experience if you can do that you can take an ordinary property into something really cool so that will yeah. be my one contradiction for this week yeah. Yeah, it is true. It is true. And I mean, I know we talked about there's there's just some properties that like there's foundational issues or something that they'll, they will never be comfortable for guests. But outside of that, it really is up to you and your creativity. And maybe if that's not you, hire a designer that can do it. It's so worth it. Interior design is what's selling right now. And people are just craving that unique professionalism. Gone are the Airbnb days of posting cell phone pictures of a mattress on the floor that that is not we're not going back there, you know, and and to a certain extent, I do think that people crave vacation rentals over hotels because they want more authenticity and more personality from the host. But you still have to maintain that professionalism. Yeah, 100 percent. Couldn't say that better myself. All right. Next thing, let's talk about what to expect as you grow and get more experience. A big one here is you will stop letting guests hold power over you. This is one I like to talk about a lot. And, you know, we kind of touched on growing that sixth sense of knowing if a guest will be a good guest or a bad guest. But the times that that fails you and you do get stuck with an annoying guest, you'll really develop a tough skin to not let them hold power over you. I know new hosts are so, so scared of getting that first bad review. And if you had a streak of all five stars, it just terrifies you. The thought of even a four star review. The truth is nobody is not going to book your place because you've got one four star review. And if anything, there's actually been studies that have shown that when people see a restaurant or a spa or a nail salon or an Airbnb or something, with all five stars, they actually distrust it and they believe that those reviews were bought and paid for. Having a few in there that are authentic to some guests' experience actually puts more trust in your listing. And I believe that potential guests have really good BS meters and they can tell when a review was written by a crazy person who just wanted a refund or something. So don't let guests hold power over you if they are clearly in the wrong. If you dropped the ball, that's a different conversation. This is where the heart of hosting comes back in and you have to step up and make things right. If that looks like refunds or sending over a gift basket or a fruit platter or something, you got to step up when you've dropped the ball. But when you know you did nothing wrong, do not let guests hold power over you. And that will come with practice. Yeah. Have some integrity. If you mess yep. up, admit it. It's, uh, it's a hard thing to do, but just do it when you can. 
or do it when yeah. it happens. Yeah. And then let's see, what else should you expect about the industry as you grow and get more experience? I think the big thing I found, will you intro this episode with this, is how supportive the hosting community is. I felt very, very lonely when I started hosting. I was literally the only host I knew. I didn't know anybody who was had an Airbnb listing. And I, you know, I'd have frustrations with guests or my cleaners and just think, what am I doing wrong? Why, why does this suck? Why did my cleaner not show up today? Why didn't I train them right or something? And then I would meet other hosts finally and be like, oh, we've all been there. <laughs> it's just very comforting to know that your problems are not unique to you. Every other host has been there and had them as well. And you know, I think a big theme on this week's topic was putting yourself out there as a host in order to get the first property and and find co-hosts you want to work with. I also think that you need to put yourself out there just in terms of forming a community, attend in-person events, join Facebook groups, watch YouTube channels, get educated from people that are doing this, even just a few steps ahead of you. You don't need to learn from the Michael Jordans of hosting, but just, you know, people that are right where you're at and just see that they've got the same same issues day in and out that you do. Yeah. And honestly, it's been the craziest thing to see. I think you are in the hospitality industry. So you're going to see that other people that host, whether it's a big property management company or if they're just one property on Airbnb, that people like people. Like we like to talk. We like to yeah. have these conversations. We like, you know, a lot of us do this remotely. And I think when we have the opportunity to hop on a recording like this or a FaceTime or even just a text and shoot a message off, like that is something that we look forward to. So if you are that person who needs community, this is a great way to, if you're finding lack of community in your destination, you can start your own or start attending ones nearby, get on the virtual stuff, listen to podcasts like Natalie's yeah. throughout every episode in the show notes. If you haven't noticed, her show is linked there. So make sure you do check it out. But just a little shameless plug out there for Natalie, but it's yeah. it's true, like these these things do help form a community. You still, yeah, it's not in person exactly, but there's op always opportunities for that. I, I would also recommend always attend your city council meetings. If there is something short-term rental related on the agenda, go. It's not enough to just be a host. You have to be an active host in the community and, and protect that investment and what you're working so hard for. And you'll make friends through there and make more community. And to me, community is important in two things. It helps me not feel so frustrated in the day-to-day -day when I have an irritating guest or something with the cleaner. So it helps with that, but it also is the biggest motivator in growth. When I see other people close on a property or something, I just am like, yes, good for them. I want that feeling too. And so if you are here listening because you want to grow and keep scaling up, surround yourself with people who are doing that. What a final note to end this whole week on. Natalie, you're a gem. You are truly someone who I really love talking to, you know your shit and you are just, you come at it as such a understanding point. I think you're super relatable. So I think the listeners probably got that as well. So again, like I said, Natalie's podcast and all of her details are linked to the show notes. We do have quite the lineup of guests for this whole series. So thank you, Natalie, for taking your time to chat with me every day, to dump your knowledge out into these shorter forms. And I'm so excited to see what is next for you in 2023. 
Thank you so much, Will. I cannot wait to listen to the next three weeks and learn from Heather and Justin and Andrew. What a great show you've put together. And I really hope that the audience just soaks up as much as they can in these 20 episodes and then go out there and actually put it into action. Don't just listen and take notes and not do anything with it. Wow, what an amazing time with Natalie. Don't forget to come back for your daily dose of vacation rental conversations here on the Vacation Rental Micro School podcast. As next week, we jump in with Justin Ford, the director and head of safety at Breezeway and covering all the safety tips, tricks, and details you need to know in order to have a safe and sustainable vacation rental management company.